It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Greetings to you and thank you for checking out our podcast. This is where we travel through a week of music history in less than 10 minutes. So a week in less than 10 minutes, it's not bad going. And hopefully you'll learn something. We're looking at the week this week of January 23rd until 27th when there was hysteria on the high seas. Well, a Def Leppard cruise, there's a little bit of sadness on the high seas maybe. Bob Dylan sells out in 2004, mind you, he said he would in the 60s. And in 1980 this week, Prince made his TV debut. It was a rather quiet affair when he wasn't performing. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. You know, it was this week back in 1990 that Alan Collins, the guitarist from Leonard Skinner, died of pneumonia after being ill for quite some time. Now, bear in mind, he had survived the plane crash in 1977 that had taken the lives of a couple of other band members. Collins was a founding member of Leonard Skinner. He co-wrote most of the band's songs, including Freebird with Ronnie Van Zandt. The fourth member of the 70s Southern Rock Supergroup to pass away, singer Ronnie Van Zant, guitarist Stephen Gaines, and backup singer Cassie Gaines, having been killed in a 1977 plane crash. Collins had been paralyzed in a car crash four years ago, and although already personally devastated by the death of his wife, Kathy, from pregnancy complications in 1980, he had still turned up at gigs on the group's 1987 reunion tour. And from talk of plane crashes to death on the high seas... Jimmy Bain died at age 68 while in his cabin on Def Leppard's Hysteria on the High Seas Tour. Jimmy worked with Phil Linus. He co-wrote some of the stuff on his solo album, including Old Town. And he also played bass guitar in Rainbow and in Dio. From the stage on that Def Leppard cruise... A real tragedy uh, happened last night, uh, just prior to Def Leppard performing when the band learned that Uh, Jimmy Bain passed away here on the ship uh, in his cabin. This week in 1969, the Doors appeared at Madison Square Garden in New York. They were paid over 50,000 quid for the gig, making them one of the highest paid acts this year. in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. January 24th in 2008, Amy Winehouse finally admitted into rehab to battle her addiction to drugs. They've tried to make her go to rehab and now she has. Amy Winehouse's planned appearance at the NRJ Awards in France on Saturday has been cancelled after the artist checked into a clinic. A statement's been released by Universal Music Group. It says that Amy decided to enter the facility after talks with her record label, management, family and doctors. In 1978 this week, after changing their name from Warsaw, which had been inspired by the song on David Bowie's Low album, Joy Division made their live debut when they played a disco club in Manchester. Apart from the factory groups, we have, we have a lot to do with the other groups on factory. So we tend to play a lot of gigs with them. Um, Groups like the Buscocks, uh, we knew them from when we started, really. You know, when, when we sort of see them, talk to them, it's not very often. We'd like to, you know, 
That's Ian Curtis from the band. In 2004, Bob Dylan was paid by Victoria's Secret to fly to Venice, film a TV commercial in an ancient palazzo with a very scantily dressed model with angel wings. Now, some fans were very upset that Bob would take a job like that. Others were saying fair play, but back in the 60s, Bob did say he would someday. If we were going to sell out to a commercial interest, which one would you choose? <laughs> Bob? Had, um, ladies' garments. In 1965 this week, it was during a Rolling Stones tour of Australia and New Zealand that guitarist Keith Richards had his shirt torn off after 50 fans invaded the stage at the Town Hall in Brisbane. Mind you, it was a little mad when the Stones rolled into Australia and New Zealand back then. It was a frantic tour opening for the shaggy-haired Rolling Stones, the most popular group in England after the Beatles. Then from their hiding place, five girls sprinted towards their idols, threatening to smother them before police intervened. Said the girls, though, it was worth it. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. Prince in 1980 this week made his live debut on the US television show American Bandstand. He was interviewed after the performance and... This is where it was just deer in the headlight stuff. Dick Clark trying very, very hard to get something out of Prince. You learned to do this in Minneapolis. Where? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is not the kind of music that comes from Minneapolis, Minnesota. No. I said there's something, uh, something about the effect that you made a couple of demonstrations in records when you were a teenager. You're, you're barely more than that now, are you? Nineteen. Nineteen. Well, you got another year to go before you graduate. How many years ago did you? Did you make these demos and then uh, have offers on them? And why would you turn it down? Um, they wouldn't let me produce myself. Finally, this week back in 1984, Michael Jackson's hair caught fire while he was making a commercial for Pepsi. Remember this? Michael Jackson and his brothers were shooting a Pepsi commercial. This, I believe, was on the sixth take of that commercial. And there was py- there were pyrotechnics. They went off too early when he was still at the top of the stairs. They weren't supposed to go off until he was uh, down below. But a spark hit his hair, ignited, and, and then you saw... He was clearly unaware that his hair was on fire for that entire way down the stairs. And then there was a a tremendous bald area where the hair and the skin were literally burned off, causing second and third degree burns. And that is a look at this week in music history from January 23rd until 27th. Told you we'd have you in and out in less than 10 minutes. My name is Marty Miller. Thank you for checking it out. Subscribe if you like. And you can check it out every single day as well on our website, nova.ie. This week in music history, the podcast.